I, I've said it every time I've had to do that, but honestly, I'm, I was semi-sober for that. That's... <laughs> what up? God damn it. We're still doing it. We're still here. Holy shit. I am so tired. Guys, I'm exhausted. I... I... It's not like it's not like one of those things where like you're tired to where it's just kind of like, well, I had a lot going on today. I'm tired because this world around us is just making me tired. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things that's like if I think about anything right now, I'm exhausted. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's one of those like, oh, okay, the next house I'm gonna live in or anything like that. And you're just kind of like, fuck, that's so many things I have to do. But having said that, the reason I said that is because I am so goddamn excited to be in the studio right now this is this is the thing that doesn't stress me out you know what i mean this is the thing that makes me happy and i'm so happy that y'all get to fucking experience that with me and not only that i'm ex- i'm happy because we have a first timer you know what i mean we've been doing uh repeats the, here lately we have a first timer old roscoe how you doing brother hey man thanks for having me I appreciate oh yeah it, fucking shit man you know what I'm talking about. You you get tired do, just uh, thinking about life, right? I've had a long fucking week too. Yeah, fucking. It. It's yeah. just it's one of those things that I, every once in a while I'm just kind of like, why is it this hard? That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's because life is shit. That's, life that's is shit. Is. You know what? Yeah. Speaking of which, let's let's. You, I I waited. We wanted to wait until until we recorded, but we got these tiny little bottles. Mine says Pink Whitney. Yeah, and I've got a uh, Wild Turkey American. Wild Turkey. Well, hey, t- toast with the the small bottles. And uh, let's see how that goes. Salud. It's not bad, right? Oh, it's not bad. It goes down fairly smooth for... No, I think I had an ex called Pink Whitney, actually. That was... Uh... <laughs> Pink in the middle, Whitney. He said with his current girlfriend sitting in the studio. <laughs> um, Brittany, you want to say hi? Oh, hi. She was like, why are you trying to make sure that my mic is... Uh, what Are you going to talk to me? I was like, yeah, maybe. Never know. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. But I mean, okay. So let's go ahead and get get talking about something real quick as to why I wanted you to do this week, especially. So your first hosting show, yep, was this weekend. Yeah, over yeah. at uh, Tulsa Comedy Club, right? It was, man. It was a really good time. Hell yeah! And uh, you uh, you were the host for who was it again? Uh, Rex Havens. Okay. Who uh, he's like. Uh, he tours around with like the blue collar guys, all the blue collar comedy tour guys. Oh, okay, okay. He does, so he is the polar special. opposite of my comedy. Okay, cool. Right, yeah, oh, cool. Our <laughs> comedy. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do you ever just hate your wife? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll say he was he was kind of dirty though. Like, I mean, he just right, right. toured with those guys, and then he also has done dry bar, which, as you know, is clean. Oh, of course, yeah. Even if you say damn on there, they're like, yeah, mm, that's I'm a little sorry. filthy. Yeah, let's Jesus shut it down doesn't real quick. love that oh my god yeah jesus has nothing to do with my goddamn comedy and for anyone that listens to that that means so <laughs> i don't care that i got one email that said hit the sound fucking bar less and i'm no, like no i like nah, it hit it no nah, i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna ruin your you world hit it every time that's <laughs> like at the end of every you say time. anything and it's just <laughs> that's <laughs> But I mean, like, what, what's funny, though, is that it's like, I, don't, I know exactly how you feel, though, as far as, like, your first real, like, hosting gig, that it's, it's just deal. kind of like, you're like, hey, I'm here. I'm doing the damn thing. Here we go. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I completely started over my life at 40 years old, so it makes things... Well, you ain't dead. Different. No, that's yeah. just it. Like You just fucking keep going. I quit doing what I was doing. I, You know, I had a regular job, and yeah. I was like, fuck it, I'm done with this shit. There you go. And I'm going to do what I like and I love. So. Yeah, so you're focused on something, and yeah. 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 
I always just love the idea of that, just kind of like, hey, we're just going to start over. Who gives a fuck? Like, well, some people call it a midlife crisis. I just say, fuck you. Well, instead of sports cars, you're uh, going to dive bars. That's you know? right. That's, living, yeah. Living, hey, let's living uh, open mics. I always like to say that when it comes to uh, open mics and dive bars, essentially you'd be like, I bet you a fucking beer I'm funny. Like, that's yeah, right, right, right. Because <laughs> you I mean, can't afford the beer. Yeah. But <laughs> if you're a comedian, hold on, speaking of beer. I love that sound. Uh, but like the funny part to me is that it's like, yeah, if you're doing comedy, nobody's ever getting into comedy being like, oh, I'm going to be rich. No. Like the guys that are rich from doing comedy, either A, they started out rich because they had rich parents, or B, they made it later. Well, that's it. They're broke for for so for long. 20 years, 15 years. So long. Yeah. The Okay, so what? from what I understand, uh, I think it was Tom Segura, Christina P., uh, married couple and everything like that, and they were right. talking. And at one point, they go, "So, how long do you recommend to other comics before they quote make it?" Yeah. And it, apparently, they were just like ten years, like oh, both of them, ten yeah. years. Yeah. And they go, "Well, what do you mean by that?" And he goes, "If you can't commit to ten fucking years of doing comedy, then you don't deserve to be doing What's comedy." What's the point of even trying? Yeah, right. And don't get me wrong, like these days, especially with you know the economy is shit and housing's fucked and all these other sure. things are fucked. Yeah, it might be even more so because they're talking about like full on. Well, we also have some positives that they didn't have either. Oh, absolutely. You know, being YouTube and all this oh, yeah. podcasts and internet, they didn't have that shit. You do realize that that is uh, more than more than ten years ago that that, that we've had that. Well, we've we've had that, that for quite been, a while. <laughs> I mean, Rogan Rogan's been on for what twelve years? I mean, well, I mean, yeah, he, I mean, I but also. Mm, it's just not, it wasn't that big. That could also be a negative because he has been on so long that he's like, oh, I forgot how to do this for people. He shouldn't say the <laughs> N word as often. I think oh my God. Okay. Uh, we don't have time for that. Uh, I, so, hold on. So, and, <laughs> well, and you also brought with you a big ass bottle of fucking whiskey. And we got uh, Henry McKenna bourbon. Bourbon. Jesus, fuck. I'm going to give this a whiff. Yeah, please. No, have a drink. Don't Give it a swig. Don't give it a whiff. I got to give it a whiff first. Oh, come on. Don't oh, be that smells nice. Have a drink. Well, I, You got it open. Well, I don't know whose glass this is, but I don't care. No, just take it out of the bottle. I am not taking it out of the fucking bottle. I've grown up. <laughs> well, well, I was going to say. My version of okay, grown up. Right, That's right. <laughs> Well, and not only that, uh, last week we had uh, Kevin Kevin Price in the closers, yeah. and we killed a bottle of Buffalo Trace while we were doing the podcast. Buffalo Trace is yeah. so good. See it's that's the so one. Sweet. That's one oh. of the things that CR and I bonded on was was, was bur- whiskey, bourbon, and bourbon, and cigars. Yeah, dude. At one point, I said something to him. He said something about you know smoking cigars. I go, do you do you smoke cigars? And he goes, he kind of looked at me and I go, yeah. oh, uh, you forgot who you were talking to. Yeah, I'm fucking with you. Like, yeah, yeah. Because we did a show out of town. That's all he does is smoke cigars. Dude, we did a show out of town. I swear to God, he smoked one when we got there at the yep. cigar shop. He was like, we're gonna check this one out. I said, absolutely. I went to the bar next door. We both kind of did our vices for a bit. Sure. And then I we went to the show. We were having a good time. I looked over. He's smoking another one. I go, all right, fair enough. I got done with my set. They go, hey, we're going to have a brief, brief intermission before the next comedian, which was CR. I look over. He's smoking another one. I go, hey, real quick, how fucking many of those do you smoke, man? And how goes, is his I don't know, so like six high. or how seven? I go, what like, the fuck? Yeah. How does he sound like a Muppet? <laughs> and yet, yet chain smoke. By cigars. now, he's like, hey, baby, yeah, how no you shit. doing? Like, right. uh, that should be how he sounds at this 100%, point. 100%, man. But, yeah, it was, it was a whole thing. Here, cheers. Salute. All right, let's give it a shot. Oh. oh, that's delightful. Yeah, it's not bad, right? It's pretty smooth. Wait, let me see that again. Especially for, like, a Henry $15 bottle, you know? He said 15 15 yeah. Shit. 
Okay. Baby, we got to get this. Yeah. yeah, smell the fuck out of it. Have a drink of it. No, come on now. Oh, I'm going to turn your it's mic up bourbon. like it's a motherfucker now. <laughs> Get on to that mic. Uh, I'm triple, I'm triple <laughs> vaxxed. You won't die. All right. Give me your, give me your beer, please. Yeah, yeah. You, here's chaser. your chaser. If you hurl on this equipment, we're going to have to stop recording. Hurl. That's really... Fucking bitch. Come on. It's really not bad. I. And it was a big swig. Got a girl? It's smooth on the front end. You are so hot right now. Thanks. <laughs> like the table just raised up a couple inches. <laughs> it starts just moving. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you think? So, so it's really good with Coke. Uh, like, I'm not a Jack guy. You know, I mean, I, I love good bourbon, but, like, if I'm going to have a drink at a bar, I'll have a Jack and Coke. And yeah, yeah. This is an excellent Ooh. mixing. I'm, I'm mostly, uh, like, a shot and a beer kind of guy. And I, I most yeah. of the time I go for an Irish whiskey or something like that. Jameson. Who doesn't love Jameson? Um, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Proper twelve, yeah, sure. Uh, anything like that. Proper twelve. Um, you, just also, like, you just like Conor McGregor. Come on. I okay. We can talk. About <laughs> we can talk about that if you want. I think that fucker is an asshole, and I think oh, most of is. his fights are rigged. Um, have you seen him wrong? recently? I mean, I know we go up and down on the show. You what's what's the what? Have you seen him recently? No. He's gained uh, about forty pounds of muscle. He he looks. Well, like he's trying to be a fucking heavyweight, or I don't think he'll ever make that because he's kind of a small guy. He is. He's a bit short. Like he he's a bit light, heavy, or something. He's yeah. He is. Huge right now. Everybody knows that guy though, and exact Conor McGregor is exactly the epitome of the guy that I'm talking about. That it's just kind of like he talks a lot of shit. Oh yeah. And then because he won one or two fights or anything like that, he right. just thinks like, oh, I could take you. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, homie, not for nothing. None of my fights were in a fucking cage. You know what well, I mean? That's and it. Like, like I'm not gonna fight. None you of mine had rules. You know? Your, I'm gonna grab your balls. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I mean, he's not even a sponsor of this show or anything like that. But uh, I was talking to Chris from Arnie's, not telling the owner of Arnie's, yeah. and. Uh, me and him, you know, go way back like throwback. You know, he's kicked me out a few times. But uh, <laughs> I love that dude so very much. And uh, we were talking the other day about, you know, if you're in a street fight, like a full on, like, I don't know you, you don't know me. I don't know what your intentions are. For all I know, you're trying to fucking bury me in the ground. Sure. There are no rules. There are no fucking rules. And this bullshit of like, oh, well, you don't do that because it's the honorable thing to do. Motherfucker, I'm trying to stay upright. Yeah, so if I got to kick honorable? you in the nuts, that's what I'm doing. If I got a fucking fish hook you, that's what I'm doing. We're, right. we're going from there. I'm gouging eyes. I don't care. Yeah, yeah I don't either. You started some Because obviously, also, I'm old enough that like, I'm not starting some shit. Yeah, bro, I get it. You started it. So I have, I have some younger friends. I mean, obviously, in the comedy community, you have these yeah, yeah. 23-year-olds running around and well, stuff. Well, let's also go ahead and take into account how many in the comedy scene are actually up for, quote, a fight. Sure. Because no, there are names that are coming to mind right now that I'm like, yeah, they might. And uh, mostly it's, I well... Let's be real here. There's about two. Yeah, yeah. There's but Cam I'm... Porter and uh, Wade McFarlane would be down for fights. Oh, yeah, Wade would definitely fight. Yeah. But the rest of them is kind of one of those like, eh. like <laughs> do the punch and run away. Yeah, they're, they're like, and not only that, the punch would be like over top, yep, like, like with yeah. the knuckles down. Uh-huh. Just, you yep. stop it, and then just run off. Yeah. And so, like one time, it was really funny. It was all three of us were at an open mic. I, I just thought about this. It was me, Cam Porter, and Wade McFarlane were all sitting there talking or whatever. And I think there was maybe one other person in the. This was back in the day of first shop open mic. Sure, sure. Back, back in the day before. Way the, back. Yeah. Back in the day. And uh, essentially, we both just kind of looked around and kind of had that moment where we were just like. You know, if the three of us fought, it would be like Dragon Ball Z, right? Like, it would be very... <laughs> there would be, like, explosions and shit, and it would be going on for eight hours. Like <laughs> There'd definitely be some flaming happening. 
<laughs> but I mean, like, the, what's really funny to me, and speaking of, and we're, and we're moving on from the things, is that it's just kind of like, Tulsa comedy scene has evolved so very much from those times yep. that it almost seems like if someone says, hey, I went to a comedy show or I tried open mic or anything like that, such and such years ago, it's you're different. kind of like, no, 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 You then you don't know what the fuck you're talking it's about. 100% true. I keep telling everybody, uh, you know, I, I work with a lot of people out of town. I run a bunch of different shows. You know, I book some shows, and I'm working in different states and stuff. Right, right. I tell people, I'm like, you don't realize that Tulsa's the next Austin. I right. Mean, like, it's, the comedy scene here is amazing. You know, we have probably, Absolutely. there's probably 70 comedians in Tulsa, and, and. Wow, I didn't think about the number. And 40 of them are probably good comedians. Well, and, and working. 20 of them are okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, the other 10 are, they're trying. Right. And and the thing too is that you you've always you're always going to have the guy that it's like, "Oh no, no, no. I'm a I'm a Tulsa comedian." Yeah. Whereas we if you ask an sure. actual Tulsa comedian, they're like, "Who?" Yeah. Like, you know what I'm like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. But I mean, you're always going to have the ones that are they're trying out, they're trying their thing, they're doing they're doing the thing. Sure. And what's what? Hold on. Uh, all right. One. So, <laughs> it's my podcast. I know what I want. Oh god, what does that smell? Um it's chicken fried steak. Thank I don't you, baby. A button on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this eighth button. I, I keep saying that this eighth button doesn't have anything on. I'm still trying to decide ah. what we should put on it. And there's a part of me that just a running joke on this podcast is we always say "fuck you, Landry." And really? so I really enjoy the idea of just hitting a button instead of saying it out loud. Yeah. Uh, you should have like a special guest come in and and record it. Like have somebody with a real like a voice actor. Have JB like, do it. JB Watkins. <gasps> oh, his, his deep guttural voice. You know. That's <laughs> Fuck you, Landry. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd enjoy the hell out of that. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. this is Landry now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly though, I think I want to say we recorded. I want to say a little over forty of these episodes. Right, we do it every week, and right. we had to take a hiatus there for a while. So I, I want to say something around like. High 30s, low 40s, anything like that. And I think in that time, half a dozen of them possibly have no fuck you, Landry. The other ones just have not only fuck you, Landry, but possibly multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Multiple fuck you, Landrys. But yeah. Yeah. But I mean, when it comes to Tulsa comedy, though, and everything, would you say that it's evolved in a way that is better for the scene? Or would you say that it's like... There are some people that would say that it's kind of getting oversaturated or anything like that. So we had this exact conversation, a group of us, just like two nights ago. I, I won't, I won't call anyone out in the group of what they said, but I no, fuck it, it's my podcast. You can do whatever the fuck you want. It was said amongst the comedians <laughs> that uh, the question was posed to us: Are uh -huh. there too many opportunities for comedians to get up here? Which is a weird conversation to have, sure. really. Yeah, but I think, and my answer was that there aren't too many opportunities for good comedians to get up. There's I'll, a lot of that. shows that we all know going into them are you're going to have 20 people there, and they're going to be mainly right. friends of the comedians. This is just a, I'm going to try out some new shit. Right. Here we go. No but worries. But as far as like quality shows, I think there's three or four people in town that are really working hard Absolutely. to put on quality shows. Absolutely. And that can charge and make it worth the people's dollars. To well, because out. also, I think the problem is, is that the people that are posing those questions are the ones that are kind of like just doing open mics. Sure. And you're kind of like, well, how the fuck would you know what quality shows are? You haven't even done your first showcase But you yet. also you can't get on a show unless you do open mics. 
mics. At least, yeah. I, and it's my feelings. If you don't ever come to open mics, you probably shouldn't be on shows because that means you right. don't have good. Well, material. and especially, and for anyone out there that's listening, it's kind of like, how do I get into comedy or anything like that? That is how you do it. You're never going to get on a showcase right out of the gate right. or anything like that. Go to a fucking open mic, and you're like, all right, so one, no, motherfucker, keep going to open mics. That's right. Let them know your fucking name. Fucking do your shit. Try and not, you know, suck. And then we'll see how it goes from there. Yeah, it's about it's about re- repetitiveness and writing. I mean, that's what I, I write constantly. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you've been. Doing oh this yeah, a long time. I my my fucking phone is full of them. Uh, my phone's full. I got I got four composition notebooks that yep. I completely maxed out in less than a year. Oh, even better is that like my old lady's right here, and she can tell you I'll I will try shit out on her. Oh yeah, and she's just kind of like. Well, I liked it, and I go, yeah, but what did you like about it? Oh, my, girlfriend, really- <laughs> my girlfriend hates every joke I tell her, but if she really hates it, I know it's going to hit hard. Right. So that's that's what I base it off of. No, because every once in a while, we'll just be stoned as fuck, and I'll be like, hey, babe, I have this idea. Hold on, hold on, wait. Hit it. You smoke weed? I've been known to. Oh. Yeah. Me too, me too. Me too. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. I'm a bit of a scumbag. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your tattoos. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Oh, even better. I have this idea. I don't want to say it. Never mind. Because I still want to get it. Uh, no, fuck it. I want to get a tattoo of a rubber ducky getting waterboarded. And then I want the text to say, you had one job. <laughs> I don't good. know why that's so fucking funny to oh, me. I like that. But someone was like, that's super dark. And I go, are you sure? Because I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> have you heard my jokes? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I don't feel like you've heard my comedy. That's really who I am. Well, I think the, the newest one that you've heard that I've been I've been tweaking and, and kind of like, you know, uh, fleshing out is when I'm talking about buffets. Yes. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did hear you do so, that. So yeah. I'm trying really hard to, to flush that one out a little bit. And uh, that's I have a few other newer ones, but it is really hard. There is a lot to be said about like life around you versus time and, and energy towards your joke writing. Sure, sure. And so, I mean, like you, you were talking about like you're traveling and things like that. Like, do you still have time to just kind of sit down and like, okay, I got to flush out this joke or anything like that? So thankfully, I'm lucky enough that, you know, you were talking about your old lady. Thankfully, I have an old lady at home who supports what I do. Yeah, yeah. This is all I do. Right. Like, I don't have a real job. You know, this is what I do is comedy. So I'm lucky enough to have no somebody shit. that okay. me to do that. And uh, the money that I, we make off the shows and everything, we just throw everything into a pile. Hell yeah. And she definitely makes more money than I do. Right. <laughs> and she definitely makes me aware that she makes more money yeah. than I do. But, hey, babe, so what do you want to do tonight? I don't fucking know, but it's probably my call considering I make more money. That's right. Okay, uh, so what do you want for lunch? Yeah, I had, to, I had to be like, Tara wants me to do a podcast. <laughs> Does he pay? <laughs> tell him to fuck off. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I write every day, so I'm, yeah, yeah. I make, I make time to write every day because oh, yeah. I can have, I have time to write. Well, and I mean, like, I feel like there's a lot to be said about that. We are talking about, you know, you got to hit open mics, you got to keep going, but sure. the thing as well is that it's like, if you're going to the podcast, or podcast, Jesus fuck, the that whiskey's mics. good. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to open mics, but you're telling the same jokes over and over again, you're not going to get as many offers for new shows, because essentially they're just kind of like, okay, so you have those three jokes. Right. Do you have more? Right. You have to build. So Absolutely. Uh, you have to evolve. You have to keep going. I've had this conversation yeah. with some of the newer guys that are in the scene right now that have just been around a couple months, and I've told them, like, you have to, okay, you know that these five jokes that you do at every open mic are right. good. They're fine. Oh, I definitely have a name in mind. We've all heard them 137 times. Yeah, I have a name in mind that I, I genuinely cannot. Out. No, no, I'm not going to. I just mean, like, I've seen him maybe three times, right? Same. And it's the same fucking set every yeah. time. And none of those times, by the way, has it, like, 
full-on hit or anything like that. Well, and it never will with that group because you have to do it in front of an audience who's not comedians because as oh, you absolutely. know, comedians don't laugh at jokes. No, no, no. Like I, the normal public. I have genuinely said it on this podcast a thousand times if I've said it once. There is nobody that's going to laugh as hard as your comedian buddy in the back of the room when you're bombing. Bomb, um, yeah. Absolutely. Because, like, I, we would go on and we'll, we'll call them tours, but we'll put quotes around it because it's <laughs> right, not a real right. fucking tour. Yeah, we did, but, we did four shows in, in a week and a half. Right? Yeah, like, one of the, like, anytime you're, like, going around the region or anything like that, just do your rounds. Here you go. Well, you'll go with, like, somebody else in the car, you know? And then you'll get there, and it's just kind of, you know, you'll be doing your set, and you're like, ugh, why did we do this? I am, I suck at everything. I don't know why I'm here. Right. And then you look, and in the back of the room is someone laughing their fucking ass off. And you know they're laughing. And then you realize, you're like, that's the fucker I brought with me. God damn it. Like my best friend back there. (laughs) Yeah. That's a guy that's got my back no matter what, but at the same time, God, he loves when I'm bombing. My A number one best friend in the world she? is J.B. Watkins. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And he, uh, he just moved to uh, Chicago, is he that did. right? He did, man, and he's doing really well up there. He told me, uh, I talked to him the other day, uh, and I go, how's it going? And he goes, I'm starting to get dirty looks. I think I'm doing a good job. <laughs> I think he's right. You know, once comedians Comedian. look at you with yeah. an asshole look, that means you're doing something they wish they were. That's so. what I'm, like, the funniest part to me is that, like, when you first get into comedy, you're kind of of that mindset of, like, oh, people will like me. No. No. If you're a comedian, they will not like you. No, I, uh, <laughs> I've been in the Tulsa scene now for, we'll, just, we'll say it's been a year and a month, probably, yeah, yeah. in the Tulsa scene. And, uh. I'm just now in the I think last you six might be the newest comedian I've ever had on the podcast. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I'll take that as a compliment. For sure. And I mean, it was just one of those things, though, that it's like you are, you, it's one of those, like, you understood the assignment. You know what I mean? Like, sure. you showed up, you're like, no, no, no. You keep writing, you keep working, you keep what works, you fuck off with what doesn't, and you keep going from there. I'm also lucky that I'm older, so I've had some life experience, so I understand. You know, you're not wrong. Like, yeah, you are definitely lucky in that respect. I started doing comedy, uh, Fuck. I think it's like five years ago now. How old are you, Terrell? I don't even know how old you are. Oh, I turn 34 next month. Oh, because you have that look on your face where you could be 27 or you could be 45. Oh, yeah, no. It's because middle. my soul is 80. Yeah. That's really where right. it's at, yeah. And your liver is 92. Oh, my God. Yeah. My liver is as pickled as eggs. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it's one of those things, though, that because of that, I'm a good comedian. Because sure. I the things that I've seen, the things that, well, we don't talk about all that we've seen. We also don't talk about Bruno. We don't. <laughs> I got the first laugh out of your girl. <laughs> I think she just remembered where she was. That's really. Yeah, we went to a couple bars uh, right before this. Oh, good, good. Where'd you hang out? Uh, we were with the Max for a little bit. Love the Max uh, Ripper Pub. Well, and I mean, he's a he's a uh, binge uh, Listener. Uh, alumni. Oh, and I'm like, okay. He, uh, sure. Jacob from Blind Oath. Uh, okay. bartends over there so we made sure to go see him and everything and on Mondays uh, they're not even a fucking sponsor I don't know why I keep plugging people's businesses because uh, you like them I like them and yeah. I go there uh, on Mondays though the Max has a $4 Jameson shot so obviously that's a good deal yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a downtown yeah. bar that's an and not only that Jacob's the one doing it so you know what I mean it's, it's we get to talk about metal we get to drink some whiskey we're gonna have a good fucking time yes. and I, I feel like I'm just now getting that pink Whitney shot yeah, it's, it's in, in my genitals. Uh, yeah, you're getting. Moisture. I feel like the Whitney I knew was way nicer than that. That's really. <laughs> 
But no, with with uh, with stand up and everything like that, the the weirdest part to me is the disconnect between people that have been doing it for a while and they're starting to kind of come up in it sure. versus they forget where they came from, kind of. And I mean, that's obviously not true for all comics. We, you and I both know a lot of comics that, like C.R. Parsons, prime example. C.R.'s been doing this for years and years, but he will always be like, hey, what do you need? You oh, want some yeah. advice? Absolutely. What do you want to hear? Very great to me. He's one of the fucking greatest dudes I've ever known, and I, I have no idea what any of us in this comedy scene ever did to deserve. I've done to earn his respect. Yeah, yeah like oh, fucking hell. But then on the flip side, and we won't have to mention names or anything like that, but people that are like, they've been doing it half as long as CR, but they'll kind of be like, you want advice <laughs> from me? Yeah, just keep writing. It'll yeah, and it's like, uh... I'm sorry. I feel like you don't know who you're actually talking to. Because I will those fuck people. you up. That's <laughs> there are those people. You're not wrong, man. You're not wrong at all. But uh, I mean, like uh, for this comedy scene, though, I really enjoy that those types of comics are going by the wayside, and now it seems like the ones that are sticking around are the ones that are like, "Hey, what do you want to hear?" Yeah, you've heard. Uh, there's, there's. Uh, when I came into the Tulsa comedy scene, I noticed it was divided. Oh yeah, uh, there was a lot of divisiveness, and we don't have to name names, but you know there was a lot of left and right oh, leaning. I want and, to so bad. I know. Though. I think we all do. Oh in my our God. hearts. It's my podcast. I still don't want to because part of it owns this entire yeah. shit. But yeah, you're not wrong. And so, like, I feel like that over the last year that I've seen, it's a family, man. We are just all a family. Yeah. And uh, you know, some of us are. Brothers and sisters, and some of us are third cousins that we don't like. Right. <laughs> Which is just the reality. Some of, of us are just kind of looking at each other going, hey, um, so how do we feel about him? Yeah. Do, do we hate him? No? Okay, cool. Right. But no, uh, we... Uh, nah, he's cool. He put me on a show three months ago. He's well, all right. And not only that, like back in the day, too, it was like all it took was you haven't done a show in a few weeks, and all of a sudden you were just written off. Oh, yeah. And it was kind of like, well, he's done with comedy. It's well, they, like... Uh, people try or, to cancel you because yeah. you did a joke about bisexual Superman. And that's, that's, yeah. that doesn't work for some people, you know. I, I I'm sick of the. Cancer. Sorry, I'm imagining it, and I feel like his uniform would be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a hole in the back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And front. A, li- a little, uh, little cape on his dick. He's yeah. He's bi. It's both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and if you're bi and you were offended by that, okay, get thicker skin. You're bi. <laughs> um. Uh, well, and I mean, like that's the thing though is that it's like with especially nowadays with comedy and everything, the jokes you can make, things like that, and then you're also. Di- I don't feel like comedians are actually getting as as much credit as they should because essentially you're not just dealing with the crowd. Everyone just imagines that it's like, all right, I'm a comedian, I go tell jokes. I'm only dealing with right here, right now, whatever. But a comedian right. is dealing with things like the comedy scene around them. How did they book that show? All right, cool. What am I doing after this? Am I getting paid for this? Am I getting drink tickets for this fucking show? What's my even audience? I, yeah, even though I'm driving, drive fucking three hours to right. be here or something like that. And then the last thing you're thinking about right before the show is, what's the room going to be like? Sure. But you're dealing with so many things up until then, and it's just one of those things that it's like, you hear people all the time. I don't know about you, but I find it almost almost insulting. You'll get the guy that's like, oh, yeah, great set, man. Hey, thanks. I just did like 30 minutes or whatever. And they're like, yeah, I've always thought I could do comedy. Oh, and I'm God. like, what you- okay, I worked really fucking hard over the years right. to you know, flush out the shit that is going to be 30 minutes worth of material. Because just because I'm up there talking for 30 minutes doesn't mean it's got a great set or anything. I felt the quick way to shut that down and say, come to an open mic. 
Oh, because yeah. they're not going to come to an open No, no, no. I had a bit about it for a while where I would just kind of be like, anytime someone comes up and asks me, hey, I want to do comedy, I'm like, do it. And they're like, you're so encouraging. And I'm like, you didn't hear my reasoning. Yeah. Because either A, you get up there, you bomb. Sure. And you never again tell another comic, hey, I've always thought I was going to do comedy. Yeah, or, or B. All my friends say I'm really funny. Yeah. <laughs> or B, you get up there and you fucking just slay. You do great. Yep. And then you fucking owe me. Well, yeah. Like, you owe me some shit. My favorite <laughs> is the guy who comes and brings all of his friends for his first open mic. Oh and goes God. up there, and they're like, crickets. Just bombs. Oh, I love it so much. Because even better is that guy will still try and double down and save face. Be like, no. Nah. No, they loved it. They just they just didn't laugh. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if you know how I comedy works. I didn't, but... bring my best, I didn't bring my best material tonight. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, well, well, why didn't you do that? It's your first fucking time. Well, you have a lot to go off of? Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's... all right, so we got to talk about what we sold this podcast for. Yeah, let's is, do it. Which is television. Yeah. Uh, we're about 30 minutes in, so here we go. Uh, Righteous Gemstones. Now, oh. I'm going to tell you right now, I, I even sent you a message when you, you picked this show, and I go, hey, you better fucking bring it, because I love this show. So you caught up? You've watched both oh, seasons? Oh God, yes! I have. I'm caught up everything, and I have, I have opinions. Okay, but also, you pissed off a lot of people by picking the show. Oh, I didn't some, know. Some, no, 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 because there are some repeat people that they're like, "Hey, when I come back on again, I want to do Righteous Gemstones." Uh, namely, one of them was uh, the Rat Boys wanted to do it, and that's one of the the big ones that we had as far yeah. as whatever. But it makes me so fucking happy. That now they're mad because oh, yeah. because then I don't even have to say anything for the first ten minutes they're on again because it's just gonna be like let me talk about righteous gemstones and why we should have done that show this is bullshit yeah, like yeah. <laughs> he didn't say this <laughs> uh. you guys didn't even talk about this little part and it's like yeah well we the first absolute thing that I'm gonna talk about with this show that makes me so incredibly fucking happy okay. is the fact that Danny McBride for the entirety of the show looks like Wayne Newton. You know what I mean? Like that fucking that choice of visual makes me so fucking happy uh, yeah. every time he's on screen. I'm just kind of like, I don't know why this is comforting me. Like, I, I feel like I, I love Danny McBride. I've loved Danny McBride going way back. Oh yeah, his you first know, roles even was he was amazing, just... and I think he's found that's one of my favorites ever. But you know, uh, uh, what is it? Pineapple Express. I mean, oh, been... Dog Life. Yeah. Like it's he's been in so many great things, but he always plays the same character, which is. Danny McBride. Which is Danny McBride. Absolutely. who he is. But with this one, he was just this, he was a character. Like, he was. Yeah, he elevated him. Well, and also he created the show, and he could have given himself any role, really, if he wanted to. He could have been like, I want to be this guy, that guy, whatever. Whichever's easiest. And in my mind, honestly, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, you can disagree with me if you want to, but he chose one of the hardest roles of the show to do. Oh, for sure. Because that guy goes through so fucking much in the show. Well, and him working with Walton, Go- Wal- uh, Walton Goggins. Uh, A.K.A. Uh, one of the most underrated actors of all time. God, he's amazing. He's, he's good in everything he does. But Sorry, baby, what was that? <laughs> She's oh, she drunk now. That's <laughs> <laughs> if you're into Weasley characters, if you're into big gums, I guess that's really. <laughs> he does have the monster. I, I'll give you one of them on yeah, that. There you we go. Amen. <laughs> uh, but having Walton Goggins back, I don't know if you watch Vice Principals, but that was also an excellent show. Oh yeah, together. and their chemistry is amazing, regardless. But I won't lie to you. One of the other things that I really love about the show is very small. 
Uncle Baby Billy. Uncle Baby is Billy. What, is what he's called. Yeah. They don't even bat an eye. It's Uncle Baby Billy. It's like, it was, seriously, he's just Baby Billy all the fucking time? Yeah. Even if you're his niece or nephew? Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Uncle Baby Billy's wife. <sighs> baby mama. They're, they're, they're well, no, because they're married. Did they get married? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, but he did leave. Baby, are you okay with hearing all this shit because you haven't seen the show? <laughs> Bitch, yo, I smoke so much weed. I like that. That's a t-shirt right there. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, like, so essentially what you find out later is that, like, yeah, he's with a girl that's got his kid and everything like yes. that. But it happened before. The kid was born and everything. How old was that kid, do you think? And he left him. Yeah, I was like 10 years old, something like that? Oh, yeah, 9 or 10. And, yeah. and by the way, half retarded. Yeah, well, well we don't say that word. Uh, no, I just said that <laughs> word. That's a word that I say. Because I'm a comedian and you can cancel me for it. I'm going to fuck. <laughs> well, that's a running joke is that this show is never going to get canceled. But I was going to say, sh- should we're I? Gonna, we're going to. Waterhead? Gonna... Was that <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's better. Uh, <laughs> no, he's he's definitely got some mental shit going on. And so you kind of like get that vibe immediately at the flashback. Yeah. And he's kind of like, they're at the mall or something like that. He leaves him at the mall. And he just essentially goes, hey, go go check this out or whatever. It sends him that way, which, hey, pro move right there. Go look at a kitty. He goes, hey, go over. Yeah, it was a pet store, no less. Yeah. yeah. Check out this kitty. He says, pick out one and we'll get you whatever you want. And then turns and, wa- and not only walks away and like looks back longingly. No, just beelines his ass. Out of the mall, leaves his kid there, right? Uncle Baby Billy. Uncle Baby Billy did this. Yeah. And then later, um, he decides, you know, he feels bad. Yeah. In, in the end of season two, he decides, I feel bad. Goes to see his kid, played by Macaulay Culkin, no less. No shit. Shows up, and he's like, he can't even look at him for a little while. And he's like, all right, so uh, I know I wronged you. What do I got? He goes, let me punch you in the face so fucking hard. And I swear to you, I stood up. Oh, I was in my so living room, middle of the night, watching that. And I go, "Yeah, motherfucker, punch him right in the goddamn face!" And he did. He did. He beat the fuck out of that dude with one, one punch. One punch, knocked him flat on his mm-hmm. ass. Bop. Bloody Jeez. nose. And not only that, that was the episode too that that you find out that Uncle Baby Billy kind of sees his, his sister, yes. who passed away, kind of sees her every once in a while. He yeah. gets in the car and he's holding she's his nose, laughing. blood, and she is just laughing her ass off. He goes, "It ain't that goddamn funny, motherfucker!" Like, <laughs> so I didn't realize the girl that plays his sister, who's also the wife of John Goodman, right, right. is a chick from a country band. Are you aware of this? I did not because I don't listen to country. I don't. So. I don't either. <laughs> I don't listen to country either. I feel like it would be weirder if I knew it. Like right. that'd be. <laughs> but, uh, Katie, my better half, does. Okay, uh, fair enough. And, uh, her name's Jennifer Nettles. I don't know. Uh, so is remember. it? Is she in a band? Or yeah, yeah, it's like a pretty big country band. What's what's the band called? No, hold on, I, I'll find out while we're still okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I found because she just got that real twangy voice. Yeah, yeah, so and I figured like, okay, if she's she not sings just like that. By the way, like her. Oh, singing, okay. I thought you were saying that's the song. That's, oh, she sings oh, just no. like that. And I'm like. Yeah, no. I was she's... about to be like, yeah, that's a, that's a good song. No, her, <laughs> she has that big. <laughs> you know. Whatever. See, yeah, I uh, the job that I have, one of the jobs I have right now with uh, the soundtrack that plays over the speakers all the time. I'm kind of like, I'm not a huge country guy, but I'm. I guess I'm just gonna lean into this for money. Country's really big, man. Uh, especially I... now because it's rap country. Wherever yeah, that well, came from. Pop country and all that. Just because yeah. you sing pop songs with a country accent doesn't mean it's country. I can't find the name of the fucking band. I That's fair. I don't know. Well, if you're listening and you're enough. upset that we couldn't find the fucking band name, hey, the email address is bingepodcast918 at gmail.com. And also, listen to better music. Anyway, so... 
Amen. That's great. <laughs> I love that. Well, no, with that show especially, though, that it's like, it does have its roots very firmly planted in things like country music, sure. you know, worship music, things like that. Well, I grew up in a church, so like I, I, I identify with all of these characters because oh, of absolutely. the people that I know. No, but that's why I was so drawn to it. I mean, like we're talking like, hey, it's coming. Let's say it's like today. Today's Monday. We're recording this. Let's say it was like we got a preview. It's like, hey, this comes out first episode on Thursday. I was sitting there Wednesday night at eleven fifty nine, being like, so are we talking about like? This kind of Thursday? Or are we talking about like Thursday evening? Right, you're waiting for it to come on. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, because like I was I was raised up in the fucking church and shit like that. Right. So it's kind of one of those things that's like, this is going to be fucking hilarious. Well, I mean, Karen we are from Oklahoma. Team. So yeah. most of us did grow well, up. And they're mostly talking about mega church. You know what I mean? They're not sure. talking about like your your neighborhood country well, church. It's definitely Southern Baptist too. Absolutely. And the way that they do it as well is just so well done that it's like, you know, John Goodman's character is like that uh, that OG. You know Eli what I mean? Gemstone is yeah. He started amazing. it. He's back such a great the... actor, by the way. Let's just pause oh, absolutely, absolutely. The guy is can do no wrong, and especially with this character, he could have half-assed it if he wanted to. Really, he grew up with Roseanne. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, John was great on Roseanne, and and now he's in the best shape of his life at like seventy. Well, and also I respect the hell out of him as well because it's like with all the things that went on with Roseanne as an actress, and she fucking and really there. dropped the ball, and he was kind of like, no, 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 we're not with her. She fucked up like that. No, 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 I don't agree with her and shit like that. Like he could have if he wanted to and doubled down and all that shit, but he goes no, especially after they no. killed him off in the original series. Oh yeah, and then brought him back for the new series, and there was like, hey, um. That, well, that didn't happen. Come back. <laughs> yeah, that was just a dream yep. sequence. Yeah, is it? Oh, it was all a dream. Yeah. Like that. You fucking half-ass. Oh, we get John Goodman back? Yeah, okay, it was a dream. And uh, Adam Devine is so funny as Kelvin in it. Uh, the youngest, yeah, I'm and he's waiting. the youth minister. Yes. I honestly, I'll tell you this right now, and this is a mindset I've had even between, you know, first to second season, midway through the first season. Okay, speaking of Adam Devine and his whole storyline. He's fun. Keith is one of the most underrated characters of the entire show. Not Adam Devine, it's it's his, let's be real here, it's his gay lover that they haven't decided they're gay yet. Well, so like I'm that, thinking that's going to be season three is going to be focused. I genuinely on hope. Case. I yeah. genuinely hope because it is so fucking funny. Keith is an ex-Satan worshiper, goth six, kid. 666 tattooed across his He has his Hail chest. Satan tattooed yeah. on his arm, this whole fucking thing. Wears thongs all the time. His tits are out more than most women on this show. I love it so much. And I swear to God, but it, the way he talks and everything is Hello, Mr. Gemstone. Like, he's yeah, just so very, very, like, very quiet. Hello. And I think he's always I feel on like, his knees in front of a naked admin. Yep. Every fucking time. Every episode. He's always trying to help him. He's always trying to do the fucking just base shit for him. Well, he pretends like uh, Adam Devine's character is his, is his. He's like, he's like he's Jesus. Messiah, yeah. yeah. And even better, the end of the first season, uh, he kind of gets drawn back into the whole goth scene, the club scene, all that. Where he's a baby. Yeah, and he comes in, Adam Dean comes in, and he's like, where's Keith? And he's like, it's this big dramatic thing or whatever. And then he finds him, and he's in like a fucking, like a, like a, what is it, PVC suit. suit. Yeah, and he's just like got like the, the hose for oxygen, but they're just feeding him drugs, essentially. And he opens it, and they have this moment where there's... Keith, I'm here for you, and all that, and they hug, and then you just hear Keith go, I am so fucking high right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, he is such a great character. I love him so much. Uh, I think, uh, going back to Danny McBride, uh, the chick that plays his wife, 
Who, oh, by absolutely. the way, is the balls of the family. Absolutely. Out of everyone. I mean, she's uh, she's the excellent shooter. But I think that's kind of why I love so much his aesthetic and everything like that. He, oh, yeah. He, his aesthetic, the Wayne, the uh, fucking, the, the Conway Twitty fucking vibe that he he's Conway giving. Twitty. I think yeah. he's more than Wayne Newton. He's Conway Twitty. Well, I mean, like the rings kind yeah. of is more or less, you know, he's got like fucking eight of them on, you know what I mean? Nope. And all that shit. But it's kind of one of those things that like he's supposed to convey this whole like, I'm a badass dude. I'm, I'm dude's dude. Kind of That's shit, right. but then anything goes wrong at all, and it's going to daddy, going to his wife, going to his fucking siblings, Every whatever. Time. Every time. But it's just kind of one of those things that, and especially in season two, whenever Eric Andre oh, so uh, makes his debut yeah. in the in the show, and I mean, well, not to ruin. Hey, if you're uh, worried about spoilers, spoilers about that show, uh, but he ain't coming back. No, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you right now though that ending—that's how they ended that last episode was showing how he died, and I laughed for a solid half hour just because. So it's he like, freezes. He looks like a character out of. Uh, he's got his hands Game up and everything, and then fucking so wolves start surrounding his frozen body, and I'm like, <laughs> get fucked, nerd. The, the listens. Hold on, that's yes. so. <laughs> But I mean, the, the the reason I love that show, and also we can go ahead and talk about it for a second though. Like, for those of you listening outside of the Midwest, I don't feel like you actually understand just how much mega churches play a part oh, yeah. in like our everyday lives. Even sure. if we don't go to church, they are still like, it's like you'll talk to someone out of nowhere. You'll be like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? At the bank or whatever. Anyway, so uh, you go to Life Church? Hey, you go to Guts? It's like, uh, Rayma. No, yeah, Rayma, whatever. It's oh, like, are you? No, I don't. It's like, well, how, can I bring you on Sunday? Motherfucker, you just met me, okay? Uh, no, I don't want to go to fucking church with you. So the answer is you moved here to go to ORU. Right. I haven't been to church enough. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I live here. I'm salty, and I'm uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I am not the one. I'll tell Jesus you right now. He doesn't love us. That's it. <laughs> well, well no, supposedly, too. Yeah, I met her at church. Uh but Did I mean, really? that's amazing. Oh yeah, dude! Uh, I met her at church when we were in high school. You know, whenever your parents decide. Oh, where I thought you, you meant like at an AA meeting at a church. That's it. <laughs> 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 like, I worked, I worked dinner on Wednesday night. <laughs> right. Well, there right. you go, AA. Speaking of, there oh, you go. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, take the lid off here. Yeah, that's it. There you go, AA. Oh, geez, I'm just gonna fuck. leave that lid off. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. But I mean, like with with Midwest especially, I mean. That's probably true in, in most states. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to No, negate. I feel like we're closer to it, though, like you said. It's something that's been around. Your finger's on the children. fucking pulse around here. like. Well, you know, when I was a kid, we grew up, we didn't have cable. We were broke. And so yeah. you had, like, like five channels, and one of them was church channel. Every time. And it was just constantly church, kept well, prep, low dollar, and all this stuff And all what's day. funny is that it's, like, back then, though, they kind of, like, they kind of, they had, like, almost the script. You know what I mean? It's sure. like, hey, this is what you say. You say this because that's going to get us more money or, or whatever. Jesus Nowadays, hates Nowadays, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Nowadays, though, no rules. No, no fucking rules. They can no. say whatever the fuck they want to. Dude, Justin yeah. Bieber goes to a church where uh, the the uh, pastor wears Jordans and, uh, and fucking wears uh, a shirt completely like unbuttoned during church. And he's oh, like yeah. a surfer. It's so weird, man. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. Is we never fly here. Yeah, they're always going to try and be those people, though. They're just like, sure. see, see. 
No, man. We're, we're forget, with it. What's the fuckhead's name down in Houston? I always forget his name. Oh, uh, Joel Osteen. Osteen. The, you mean the guy that locked the doors after the hurricane? Yeah, the hurricane's here. No, and wouldn't let here. anybody in? Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Look, if Gotten y'all his, motherfuckers his actually... Off. Yeah, if y'all motherfuckers actually did the thing, you know what I mean, actually help people, hey, by all means. But at the same time, I'm not no. seeing it. No. I'm out here. I'm seeing some people that are struggling all the time. You know and that he has not actually comp- do anything. You know he has a compound just like. Oh, yeah. Just like uh, the. Have you the seen his fucking house? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, point. that's what you're talking about? Okay. Because I was like, dude, one time I saw a picture of his fucking house. It was an aerial view, like a helicopter view. That motherfucking house is as big as his fucking church. Oh, I'm it's sure. It's huge. And it's what, him and his wife, and they have two kids? That's I it. Mean, yeah, four people That's living That's fucking here. it. Well, and his mistresses. We don't talk about that. But at the same time, then- And the help point, who's absolutely black, yeah, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, they ain't black. No? No, no, no. He's in Texas, motherfucker. Mexican. They're Mexican. Mexican. Like, right. that's how right. it goes. You're right. No, no, no. Right. They, they ain't like, hey, we were trying to find some other job, and then we, we stumbled on this. No, he went down to Mexico- and brought some people with him. You know that's how it went. That's how rich people roll in Texas. So which character do you identify most with? I'm going to tell you right now. Like, that would which be... Which guy is you? Me? That, oh, ooh, hold on. I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Danny McBride's son, Gideon. Oh, okay, yeah. Because, like, at first he was out. like... Yeah. Well, because the first season, you remember, he tried to kill his parents. Yeah. Well, he tried to blackmail them. Right. But his buddy tried to kill him. finally turned good. And then he was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. But it wasn't because his parents said anything. He was just kind of like, yeah, this seems like a good idea. And he was the the hero in season two as well. Well, but also it's just Taking out the motorcycle ninja. He also just wants to fucking do his own thing. That's all he wants to do. That's his thing is that he just wants to, in a family of people that have to fucking fall in line, this is a dude that's like, I'm going to go do my own goddamn thing. Well, I also assume that based on the very last episode of season two, that now they're probably making Christian movies is what I'm guessing. Well, no. So, yeah. So with the, with the final episode of season two, not, not only that, they took over the, uh, the Island resort. You remember that shit? Yes. yes. So Eric Andre's character started the whole thing, but now that him and his old lady are dead, right. They took over it. They were the premier investors in it. Despite the fact that Jonas took over, you know what I mean? Like Joe, Joe Jonas, Jonas was one of the investors. It was very funny, by the way. I, I, I won't I give him props. I love that they, he was not only just Joe Jonas, but he was like part of dialogue and everything. They were yeah. like, Joe Jonas is there? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> uh, I can't remember the guy's name that's married to the the female gemstone. The girl, little girl. Oh, uh, BJ. B, that's it. Yeah, BJ. BJ which is uh, yeah. what a great episode. Whenever he got baptized, by the way, dude, and his family comes out and everything, and they're all and atheists. they have a bab- baptism party. Yes, with little BJ balloons <laughs> everywhere and a cake that looks like him. And oh my god! <laughs> but that's the thing, though, with that show is that it's like if you just watch it as 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 you know base, you know what I mean? Just that's what it is. Moving on, yeah. whatever. Great show. If you actually notice these little subtle things that keep going on in the it's show, joke, 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 joke. It joke. is so fucking funny. That sister, I swear to God, as a real person, I'd strangle her tomorrow. But as a character on a TV show, holy fucking shit, so goddamn funny. So you and I, I think, come from this from a different angle than a lot of people. We've both written on a TV show. We have. And we've written for maybe, I did talk show, I think you've probably done the talk show. Uh, I didn't write for talk show, I just did stand up for talk show. Well, there you go, but yeah, yeah. regardless, you get it, like, the writing part of it, like, it, there's so, it's honestly it's one of the most difficult. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, how- because, like, you'll be like, okay, we've got this storyline going, everything's going great, and then someone will be like, hey, um, can we just can we throw another joke in there? I'm like that's that's a yeah. that's a suicide scene, so no, or you know something like that, along those lines where you're just kind of like. But they did it. 
And it's kind of like, all right, cool. And they did every fucking time that you're kind of like, there's no fucking way that they're going to make a joke at this point. That is some dark shit that just happened. And then not only did they put a joke in there, but they nailed the fucking joke. I was just thinking of the scene in season two whenever the writer dies. The, the, yeah. The, uh, Jason Schwartzman. The, yeah, Schwartzman's character. Yeah. yeah, who was great. I love Jason Schwartzman. But he dies, and then the gemstones find him. And they all slip and fall in the they're blood. and covered in his blood. Just going, oh! <laughs> and even better, then they're covered in blood getting in a Tesla. Oh, yeah. That, like, the door won't, won't close. And she's like, I hate this car! Like, <laughs> they've just seen a murdered body. They're covered in blood. Oh. And all she could focus on is, I hate this fucking car! Well, and then four episodes later, they come back and showed you what happened. What actually happened. And, I mean, like... I, I swear to you, though, it Classic. was one of those things that it's like you forgot. You forgot about right. the entire thing. Right. And that speaks so highly of the writing and everything that it's just kind of like not only did they give you a twist, they give you a twist you weren't even waiting for. Right. Because they, I remember the original episode. I was like, who are these two dead guys out front? Right. Forgot all about it. And not only that, then he goes, if you'll remember, like I didn't remember until it happened in that later episode that he goes, Oh, he's up in the tree. I go, fuck, there was another there dude was in the tree. I the forgot tree, about yeah. that. And then you don't even talk about it. Nope. Come back four episodes later, and you're like, oh, that's where these and guys came And they started from. the episode with that. Yeah, they, they did. They started with that. That it was, all of a sudden, you're like, okay, real quick. Jason Schwartzman agreed to this, and he only did a two-episode arc. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. But then come to find out, he was a huge part of the whole fucking season. Right. He was, And then yeah. comes back later, and it's just kind of like, essentially blackmailing the motherfucker. And yeah. then he comes out, and it's just like, hey. Yeah, we're going to kill him. Once again, Eric Andre did a great job. In Eric that Andre fucking slayed that part. And like, uh, I've never thought of Eric Andre as a great actor. I think he's funny. I mean, he's, you know, he does comedy. Well, but I mean, like, funny. with the way that he has always done his comedy, he's always had to be a great actor. Because, sure. like, if you I think about it, like, right, yeah. even with him and Hannibal Burris on the Eric Andre show, he yeah. had to, like, convince guests that this wasn't just a full-on joke, that they were serious and which things it, like that. Yeah. Which, I mean... That's more difficult than trying to be a, a fucking actor. Have you seen the new they know you. movie yet? I haven't yet. I haven't, I haven't yet. I, I've heard. I, heard well, I saw he's in it and everything. And yeah. But uh, and don't get me wrong. If you have seen it, hey, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, oh. this this entire show, though, always is one of the only shows, especially these days, that continues to surprise me and make me What mad. did you think of his children's names? I know that was in the... You know what's first or second episode? Danny McBride's children. Yeah, you get the name of his kids. He has Abraham, right? Great Gideon, Abraham, and, and Pontius, uh, and, and Pontius. And it's like, where are you going to come up? Who's going to name their child also, Pontius? Real, Pontius isn't he the fucking bad guy of your book, motherfucker? Like, let's just smile. It's so funny. Uh, it's just so well written, man. Well, and honestly, yeah, killer. I think honestly too. Like, I think what I love so much about it is that every once in a while you'll see an episode where you're just kind of, oh, I just toast you, but. <laughs> like I said, we hit the bar before. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not above another one, but still. It's okay, lady man. You're good. Oh, no, we, no. Oh, no. We're throwing hands today. You might be bigger, but you're going to lose. Uh, but, like, what I love about the show, too, is that it's like every once in a while you do get the vibe that it was just. is This, this, this was one of those shows that the people that wrote it were just having a great time. Oh, absolutely. And, and the actors had a great time, too. You absolutely. Goodman loved that ro- role. Or oh, loves that role. Dude, and not only that, can we talk about the fact that in season two, he fucking goes ham 
Like he's an come to find out he's an ex professional wrestler. Pro wrestler, yeah. Ex, got, I don't know even Memphis the name mob. for it. Memphis yeah, Memphis mob. mob got paid to go beat the fuck out of people. Yeah, I like and his the, yeah, main move. Yeah, his move. main move is he'd break someone's motherfucking thumbs, both, both of thumbs. them at the same time. Same time, and then he did it to his kid at one point because he's kind of in that in that mindset after meeting his old buddy again. All Elvin's that shit. Thumbs. Holy fucking shit, dude. Seriously, like I feel like this season alone was worth the time that you would put in for the first season. Even even if the first season wasn't as good as it is, which it's fantastic. It is really great, yeah. But even if that was just like, let's say, like eight or nine episodes, just garbage. Yeah. Second season, holy fucking shit, is going to make sure that you're just like, this was worth every fucking minute. So the season, season two started out with Kelvin. It shows him and his muscle men. Yeah. And so I know he that has you're... something like a dozen or so bodybuilders, m- bodybuilders living guys. on at his house, but he calls it a commune. Well, you're my age ish. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're a few years younger. Oh, but... are you about to say, do I remember the bodybuilder the Christians? Power team? Yes. They come to and your church. And all of or their school? offshoots that happen? So yes. As soon as they I saw the guys. Phone books and shit like exactly that. Like, what I yeah. told Katie when I first saw him. I was like, I've seen these guys. Yep. This is fucking hilarious. And, only that, I and love then they're the ripping phone books yeah. at one point. At one point, they're doing all of the things. And even better is that it's like one of them gets hurt. During one of the se- one of the shows or whatever, there's like, they all, they all oh, fall god down. damn it! Like, they all fell I down. love how often they are fucking swearing in the show. Like every one of those people is like, motherfucker, like shit like Even that. John Goodman, dude, yeah. I love it. I, it makes me happy. But it's like the funniest thing to me is that they didn't hint that it's like this is something that's happened before or anything like that. They were just kind of like, yeah, this was our idea. Yeah, strong men for Jesus. You know this <laughs> right. whole thing. And I was just like, motherfucker, like this has been a thing since the goddamn 80s. Like John Goodman didn't tell you about this shit? Yeah, like if, <laughs> if you want to challenge them, you have to uh, raise the cross. Raise it which is made of pure concrete. Pure concrete like, cross. And even but even better was when Keith had to do it because his fucking thumbs are and broken. It, and he's in his thong. No, that wasn't Keith. That was whenever uh, No, 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 but like what Adam Devine's character's oh, yes, thumbs yes, are broken, yeah, yes. so Keith goes, I'll do it. Yeah. And then he rips off his pants, he's in a thong, just yeah. to splits to stretch. He's like, You don't have to okay. Like yeah. <laughs> He's always doing shit like that. It's Keith like you don't a, have to. Okay, he's a very fun character. In Keith show. is. I I feel like Keith is on board with Adam Devine's character's dick in his mouth. Yeah, and I don't know who that guy is. I I, I, I looked him I up on IMDb. You, I don't know if I've seen him. Anymore. Hold on, because there's no way. Because we gotta fucking give that guy props for sure. Uh, I got I got I've got it right here. His name is uh, Tony Cavallero. Tony Cavalier, okay. I, I'm going to look him up and see if he's been in anything else. Well, no, I mean, he he's had a godsend in that fucking There's show. no way he hasn't been in anything else. Because for an actor to be that good, he had to have been in a lot of other He things. was in some episodes of The Connors. That's <laughs> so that's how he got the part. I'm well, sure. there's a connection there. Yeah, yeah. I always wonder about shit like that. You know, if somebody starts a new show and they kind of like, hey, we need And he was an on the School this of Rock show. I didn't know there was a school of rock. I didn't show. know there was a school the of rock. The movie's great. Love Jack Oh yeah, Black, love this but, show. Yeah, or the but yeah, that was yeah. The Connors was the last thing he did, and it was well, pretty funny recently, as fuck. Twenty twenty one. So. Yeah, that's funny as fuck. Yeah, but no, him as an actor though, fucking, he is nailing that role. Oh. Like there is not even one part that I was like, wow, come on, Keith, his fucking sweet mullet. Oh my god, and not only that, the so way like. And only that every once in a while, it's really weird that he's the voice of reason. You know what I mean? Like, he's so fuck, And especially at the end of season two, you know, uh, Adam Devine's character is kind of making peace with who he is, things like that. And right. so he has all this gym equipment and everything like that. So he brings in youth boys 
Yeah. And t- teaching them how to be fucking strong man and shit like that. And he goes, we don't even need them strong man, man. We'll go to fucking Israel with just these boys. Yeah. And Keith goes, with with written parental consent. Yeah, right, <laughs> like, right, <laughs> right. And he goes, I mean, what are you talking about parental consent? We don't need consent. He goes, I mean, okay. I love that the okay, side right. characters in the show, okay, not just the gemstones, but all the side characters. Absolutely. Have a great story, and they're all fun, man. And not only that, it's like we, like we were talking about, we've, we've both written for everything, and it's kind of one of those things that it's like, there are times when they'll give you a character and they go, okay, but here's his backstory. Right. And sometimes not that much of a backstory. You can tell with these, they didn't just write like, okay, we need another character or anything like that. These characters were essentially like, hey, what would he say? Oh, you yeah. know, this this B character. BJ getting his ear pierced. Yeah. Whenever he broke up with, yep. with, the, with the daughter and also... I mean, even uh, Uncle Baby Billy's fucking wife getting left, and then she's staying with them. But she's got her having, own story arc and everything. Like toilet baby, a toilet por- the second one, no less apparently. Porta like potty baby. <laughs> he's uh, reaching into blue gunk shit and piss to pick his kid up. Baby. He goes, "I'm gonna try and pick it up from the umbilical cord, and it breaks." Like, <laughs> oh, it was so good. It was so good. Oh God damn it! That's- <laughs> And I love that he's just a fucking hack the whole time. He is such a fucking piece of shit the entire fucking show. But, I mean, like, even if that tracks, though, like, even the first time you see him, he's showing up trying to be like, hey, y'all are making money. I'm trying to make money. He's being an asshole to his sister from the moment one. Yep. Well, and I mean, like, well, no, because, like, even when you meet him, the sister's already passed away. Right. He's talking to fucking John Goodman, like, it's like, hey, you owe me because we're family. And it's like, you took my sister. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, uh, get fucked, nerd. Like, what are you, are you serious? Yeah. And then, of course, he kind of does that thing that all con artists can do. He's like, okay. Starts to do that slow walk away, you know. Sad, sad boy. All right, God damn it. All right, you you want a part in the show or whatever. Let's do that. And so he hangs out until season two, and he's kind of like, "Okay, no, I am a piece of shit. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and bail yep. on my kid." But then at the end, he quote unquote redeems himself. He does. But I've got to know in season three, he's gonna fuck up again, right? Like he I has mean, to. I don't know. I don't. I feel like I like the idea of him being around. You know. Well, I hope he does, but I that do doesn't fit what he's done thus far. But neither does him coming back. Like you know what I mean. Like uh, sure. him coming back is kind of out of character for sure. I, it was great to see Macaulay Culkin. I didn't know it was... he was still alive, <laughs> so that made me happy. Well, yeah, especially because it was like that one part was all it really was. Unless like season three, they try and bring him in or whatever. Right. But at the same time, it's kind of like if you really think about it, if they wanted to, they could just that's a throwaway part. You know what I mean? Like all right. Oh yeah. Get some. Show me his headshot. All right, bring that fucker in, whatever. Well, the fact that he was a derpy child and grew up to be Macaulay Culkin <laughs> made my life. He's making it. Also, you are you are not batting a thousand with PC people. I'll tell you right no, now. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's certain open mics I can't go to in Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one at the farmer's market. I'm not allowed anymore. That's really... <laughs> <laughs> no, especially with it. I think what I that's love about vegans this hate you. That's yeah, uh, yeah. pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, I said steak one time. And they go, you piece of shit. Uh, but like, essentially, what I love about this show is not so. Uh, so I started watching it because of the whole mega church thing. Okay. Well, what I love about the show is that it doesn't matter which character we're talking about; they have gone on their own evolution arc. The entire show, every one of them has their own thing that they're going through, and I respect the hell out of that. Especially like we're talking about from a writing point of view. Yeah, and they dedicate time to each of them too. Absolutely, that it was just kind of like, no, no, no. You understand this character is separate from this. Yes, they're going through the same thing, but it's just like people that it's like 
yeah, we might be going through the same fucking thing, but we're going through it differently. We have different things that are going on in our lives. And every single one of them, like we're talking about, whether it's A or B characters, all have yeah. that arc. That it's just, it's theirs and theirs alone. I was, I'm super, uh, super pumped to see their redemption that they've had. You know, like oh, uh, yeah. BJ finally shakes Dr. Gemstone's yep. hand. That was great. He comes home. And he's so excited. Even better is after it. he gets shot. He's just like, is Dr. Gemstone sticking up for me? She goes, yeah, honey, you're dying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but he was just excited that they'd finally be accepted. Absolutely. And I mean, like, that's the same for uh, the, the sister-in-law as well. Yeah. For Uncle Baby Billy. For Yeah, they got know, her on the bus people. to ship her back to West Virginia. And she went to She broke her. that fucking window. And he's like, get off the bus. He goes. You broke my window. Yeah, yeah, the bus driver. <laughs> That's funny you caught that because I watched that too. I was like, oh, yeah, the bus driver's like mad about his window. Yeah. <laughs> you broke my fucking window. Are you serious? Like, <laughs> uh, I, you were talking that you uh, like Gideon a yeah. lot, and uh, I thought it was great when he went after the uh, motorcycle ninjas. Absolutely. You know, they cut from that. They to... caught all four of them, no less. Pretty impressive. I, I feel like I, we should talk about that for a second because, like, most shows, it's like, you know, sitcoms like we'll, we'll talk about like you know uh, law and order criminal minds those types sure four of them are getting away most of the time you catch, catch one, one yeah. and they're like we got him yeah. who are the rest of them yeah, and they yeah. gotta fuck whatever i'm never danny mcbride talk. shot two of them yeah which right off the bat i'm like hey that's 200 percent better that's <laughs> right right and but then gideon hunts down the other two like knocks one over on his motorcycle but then turns around on a motorcycle to be like Mm-mm, not satisfied next one yeah and I feel like I was watching. I mean, granted, I was high as hell, but I mean, I was sitting there watching it, going, "You fuck, get them, yeah. get them, motherfuckers!" <laughs> and then he puts the cattle prod in the spokes. And yeah, over the spoke. It's because perfect. that was the fun part too. Is that it's like Danny McBride made that comment yeah. of I'd put the cattle prod in the spokes and they'd flip, and all these dudes are like, "Okay, buddy." Yeah. And then Gideon did the thing that his dad was talking about, and it worked. I like, think it's fun too. Uh, Mar- Martin, the guy that works for Doctor Gemstone, yep. has a great story in the show. He's a too. bad motherfucker. Yeah, like but he is came a to him in the eighties. Oh yeah, and he's still with him, mm-hmm. and he's also grown. Well, and I mean, like the the help you, a bury you body. To, yeah, you start to find out just how bad of a motherfucker John Goodman was yeah. back in the day. You know what I mean? He's like, no, no, no. You don't understand. This dead body, no one can know about it. So we're gonna bury him under a fucking roller coaster. And I'm like, he's gonna look there. Wh- what? Because, like, at first, they're kind of like, we don't understand. Like, obviously, this is from their point of view. I'm not calling him daddy. But they're just like, (laughs) daddy keeps riding this roller coaster, and we don't know why. And it's because he's dealing with the guilt of the fact that his fucking buddy is buried beneath this fucking roller coaster. Uh, Well, he didn't kill him. His dad did. You remember his father? His dad with Alzheimer walks out and thought he was on a hunting trip, saw that dude pointing a gun at John Goodman, and went, nope. Boom! <laughs> the guy that plays his dad, his name is M. Emmett Walsh, and he's been acting for... Ever? Forever. He was yeah. in the original Blade Runner. I mean, this guy is right. an amazing old-school actor. He was in a ton of westerns. I used to be... A, no, when I watched the episode, I, I went ahead and IMDb'd him real quick, yeah. because I was like, is he still alive? And he is. He is he's still, still alive. fucking alive. Built ni- born in 1935, so... Jesus fuck. 80, was that 85? I hope he makes it to 2035. I really do. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, sick yeah. of people not making it to... Betty White, come on now. She should have made it to 100. Two weeks short. Two weeks from 100, and she passed away. But also, I kind of think that was on her, that she was kind of like, you know, it would be funny. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) That was a big fuck you to everybody. Just, yeah, yeah. How you doing over there, baby? She's been to the two bars before this. Yeah, she's fucked up. Uh, I also ate and smoked, so I'm I'm on a nice cloud. Nice. (laughs) 
But I mean, like with that show, especially just that's what I'm talking about, though, that like every single character, even all the way down to his right hand man, who is technically a C character. Right. Yeah. Not even a B. Has his own arc, has his own like all kinds of shit. There's the, the so well characters in the show are just great. Yeah. It's, and it's, you can tell this is a Danny McBride thing because that's what Danny does. He's just he's about it. He's just kind of like, no, 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 we're, we're doing a show. Yeah, I, I won't lie to you. I feel like this is one of those episodes we have talked about the, sh- the actual show for longer than most of the others. Well, that you said you really like the show. So. I really do, and I do too. <laughs> I, I really, really do. So that's why whenever you know, whenever you're coming to do a podcast with a with a friend, I'm sorry, are you and, telling me no, no, how, no, no, how no. to do? But hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> when you're coming to do a podcast with a friend, and they're like, and you know the podcast is about TV, right? You want to come with something good, right? Like, yeah, I didn't. And so we finished Righteous Gemstones about two weeks ago. Oh, okay. And I yeah, still yeah. love it. And, As well you and, should. And that's why I brought it up. Because it was yeah. either that or uh, Squid Game. Well, okay. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, goddamn good. Oh, either way, that would have been, yeah. Yeah, but it would have been, it would, no, it would have been the same reaction either way of like, you better bring it then. Yeah, those that's are the good <laughs> shows. This is my point. Like, I don't want to, I didn't want to do uh, Friends. You know, yeah. <laughs> I won't lie to you. I'm waiting for that episode because that's gonna be. I'm gonna be all fucked up. The Office, that's, you know, like oh, we already did that. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, we did it with the uh, opinions like a holes, guys. Dude, I it's because I'm, I'm a snob for good shows. Oh, absolutely. I I love a good show. Not at the same though, at the same time though, it's kind of like being a snob for food. Yes, I understand flavor profile things like that and cooking time, but at the same time, I'll eat a McDonald's. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I still that's, eat a McDonald's. That's one of those like, yeah, you want to show me a shitty show? Cool. Does it make me laugh? Does Does it take my mind off of the bullshit around me? Cool. Moving on. Because World War Three has begun. Because the goddamn it. <sighs> I know. Why are you gonna bring up new shit? No, that's, that's not that's, that's not new. You started the podcast with that, so I just thought you were I mean, talking about how shitty the world right. was. I was bringing it back around. How shitty the world was, but that mean you got to bring up World War Three. Hey, listen, it's called a callback. That's it. <laughs> so now you're obligated to take a shot about it. Oh, hey, all right. Well, fuck. This is why you're not at all these episodes, because otherwise you're driving home all the time. That's really. <laughs> you are so goddamn hot. Well, all right. Oh, Jesus. This, this episode yeah. brought to you by Henry McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. Fucking hell. But no, like, okay. I, I already know your answer. Don't get me wrong. But we always try and wrap it up with certain questions. So, okay. Bingeable, yes. Righteous Gemstones, 100%, yeah. 100% bingeable. Yeah. The, the storyline is not one of those ones that it's like, you know, oh, I missed last week, but I'll catch up. It's like it is one of those shows that is that storyline continues on so progressively. There's only nine episodes per season, so it's yeah. pretty. It's a pretty well, yeah. This watch. last one I think was uh, was it nine or eight? I think it's I think it's nine. Yeah, was it nine? Okay, which is an so, odd number. I get that. It's usually well, eight yeah, no, ten. but I mean they're hour long. They are all that, and so essentially though, but two seasons, eighteen episodes, eighteen hours. Honestly, you can knock that out in if you're one of those people that it's like your service industry. It's like, hey, I got three days off. I'm yeah, that's drink. yeah. You can watch it. In a Bam, days. you're done. You you got this. But it's like, but also not only bingeable, but just a great show. It's honestly. terrific. Yeah, it's so super good, and I hope I did it some justice. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, such a great show. Well, uh, do you have any uh, what, what shows do you have coming up? Uh, let's see. Uh, when's the episode come out? Uh, t- Thursday. 
Okay, yeah. So uh, this Friday we're at Baby Roots and Broken Arrow. Okay, for the Andrew Live. Oh, I know, party. I know them. I know I the know people that know. own that. Yeah, well, you know Andrew Live too. I'm sure. I know Andrew as well. Yeah, being a local bartender, you know he's in the yeah. bar. It's his birthday. We're doing a show out there. Oh, very uh, cool. We're supposed to be in Manfred Saturday, but the chick hadn't called me back yet, so we'll find out. <laughs> uh, otherwise, wow, what a missed opportunity! If she doesn't call you back, like right. you're like, hey, do you realize how many people just heard? Yeah, you were that on. This could have happened. Like you were on a nationally national podcast, <laughs> and you fucked yourself. I don't know about national, but I'll go with regional. Uh, uh, that's <laughs> every Sunday. The open mic at. Uh, at Cellar Dweller. Right, and that's you and uh, Cepeda, right? Cepeda, yep. yeah. Cepeda. Yeah, Cepeda. Okay. Yeah. Terrell. His yeah. name is Cepeda. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm going to dig. I've seen how pissed no, you No, no, it's okay. I'm going to dig deep for no. give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm pissed off now. I was like, no, I'm sorry. You've known him for how long? It's Terrell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He does a bit about how his name is Terrell. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. Oh, you think I do only one. All right, cool. Uh <laughs> No, so at one point somebody said something about like, uh, oh, I'm sorry I got your name wrong. It was a, a host of a, a show I was doing. And I go, you don't understand. You set me up for 15 minutes. And he yeah, goes, yeah, seriously? Gonna, I go, yeah. I got 15 minutes about my name alone, dude. I got you. Like, no worries. But come see us every Sunday night at Cellar Dweller. Absolutely. Great open mic, by the way. It's 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 more along the lines of like, it's uh, it's just a fun open mic, honestly. I'll tell you what I love about it is that, it, that there's not a TV. No TV. A pool table or a right. dartboard in the bar. Right. So everybody there is paying attention to actual comedy, which yeah, is yeah. It's a change from some of our other venues that we do. Absolutely, mic yeah. So. But hey, uh, so that's every Sunday. And what time? Uh, sign up at 8, starts at 8.30. And it's at Cellar Dweller. Cellar Dweller. Uh, we give you the address, but... Uh, no. Look it up. Cellar Dweller. Look at the fuck up. You're, you're a grown-ass human being. That's right. Uh, but also, so uh, you're, is that the only one that you're actually hosting, or are you... Are yeah, you... that's the only other open mic I host. Okay, yeah. okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I, did, I do, uh, on a rotating schedule, to do the one every Friday night that... Oh, over at uh, comedy the Comedy Club. Club. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I might talk to them about being a sponsor. You never know. You should, man. It's... Uh, it's it's a great venue, man. I don't even know who I'd talk to, but hey. I'll hook you up. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'll hook you up. Thank I'll, you for having me, man. I yeah, absolutely. It. I'll just walk in with a bag of Coke or something like that and be like, hey, who do I talk to? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and the guy will be like, that Coke came from me because I'm Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> you are not doing yourself any favors on the PC crowd. Anyway, no, so. they love me. <laughs> but hey, so uh, this last week you were hosting and you're you're obviously going to do it again, everything like that, and you're going to just. Yeah, I'll be back in April. They have John Reap coming to town. Hell yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'll be back there in April. So hey, uh, so hey, d- did you have fun? Man, it's a blast. Thank you. Yeah, that's always the last question. It's kind of one of those, you know, did you have fun? Because if you didn't, fuck it. We'll hit stop. We'll re-record. I was gonna say, has anyone ever said no? No, because I'm good at what I do. You are good at what you do, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> but hey, uh, check out old Roscoe on uh, social media. Are you you're on the Facebook and the Instagram? Yeah, I have Roscoe and... Comedy on Facebook. Okay. Just search Roscoe Comedy. You'll find me. Hell that yeah, line, absolutely. And uh, if you haven't seen the show and we didn't ruin it enough for you, go ahead and check it out. It's on HBO Max, which. Okay, here's where it gets weird. HBO Max. I always just thought, like, you know, Disney Plus, you know, shit like that. HBO Max. No, it's HBO and Cinemax. That's what it made me think. Too. I'm a fucking idiot because the whole time I was like, that's a good name. Well, we're, old. we're old, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, but I'm old enough to have watched porn on Cinemax. Uh, it's not like I didn't know about it. Cinemax. Cinemax. Huh? We have Cinemax and I didn't know about this? We, well, it's, the, it's the streaming service, so HBO there's no Max late owns- night, maybe. Cinemax. They also don't have real sex, I don't think. Nah, real sex is over. I'm over it. Remember the uh, Emmanuel <laughs> movies? <laughs> right. <laughs> On that note, we got to go home and rub one out. So. <laughs> uh, <hey. laughs> 
As always, guys, if uh, you know you enjoy the podcast, you want to talk to us, binge nine one eight. Or I'm sorry, binge podcast nine one eight. The whiskey's good. Uh, binge podcast nine one eight at gmail.com. That's the email address. Um, if you don't like the podcast, as always, go fuck yourself. All right, get your fucking life together. I don't give a shit about your life. And uh, but at the same time, I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. All right. We'll see you next week, fuckers.